1: Daily.com. That's right, the Who That Daily.com. Your one stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing So if you're a Who That you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, the Who That Daily.com is your site. The Who That Daily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Pro Shop, that's right, The Pro Shop, is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at The Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath, bedding. Face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. So check out the Pro Shop and who that did.
2: Yeah. Well, alright. Like you always say, welcome, perfect. welcome, welcome. Number one sports talk indeed. indeed. Uh, we ain't like the Falcons, we will blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that, uh, who got cut and who back. Uh, Rookies in the vets, uh, players you should look at. Yeah. It's the sports coma, you don't wanna miss it. Pre-game party, post-game statistics. Get a visit from maybe DC or Five. It's the hottest thing, smoking big Q in the guys. Go to YouTube and live, make sure you subscribe. In the views inside the Saints locker room, high. talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Payton, New Orleans, who that Nation. Best believe when I say we be Golden Black. Ain't a miracle or rivalry could ever hold us back. No. Peacequake, bounding gate, let the truth be told, it's the sports coma, all we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah. are well, listening to the sports coma, with the big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
1: Who that? To the black and gold family, man. Another establishment tie. We get it done, man. Much love to the great Saint Thank Tank. Appreciate the family members for joining me for this installment of the show. Much love. This was called Jameis Winston. Saints agreed to a two year deal worth twenty eight million dollars. Twenty one of it's guaranteed. We'll cover the article. Fourteen million a season for Jameis Winston says, let's hear. Saints back it up, drop it like it's hot and pay me my goddamn money. (laughs) And of course, i seen the tweet by Cam Jordan. (laughs) Cam backing it up, too. He moonwalking. He moonwalked better than Michael Jackson. Much love to the family, like I've been saying for some time now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm Big Q. I'm in the building. Much love. Appreciate the great Saint Dank tank we up in this thing. Good day indeed, man. I ain't have a chance to come at you live on the road like I was kind of really busy. But listen, very good deal for the Saints finally to get this done with Jameis. He was the right choice from the beginning. Uh, and it was awesome, man. Finally get it done after all the tumultuous time waiting on this other guy. he just playing games. And plus a lot of stuff about to come this way. Various reports coming out. They're about to look at look like they're about to put hammer the brother. Uh so we'll see how it all looks from afar. From a way away from the away away from the blast zone, if you know what I mean. We'll just absorb uh and see what and just be observers here. But anyway, much love to the fam. Gabriel Thomas, Pickett, and Flickett, Elite, Tory Shepard Sr. Michael Sachs Jr. Uh, who else we got? Jerry Poor Ant Man is in the building. This Poppy 504. Uh Snake Bite, Yin Grant, Joe Wiley. All right, good to see you, fam. Brother DeWright's in the building. Zoid is in the building. What's happening, fam? Brother Lamar's in the building. Much love to the fam. Universal Love 878 is in the building. Sam 504. Who that Dana? Uh, who else we got? Brother Vine uh, Travis, Tim Dunn, Chantel, uh, who else we got? Joe Guidry. What's up, Joe? Demetrius. What's up, fam? Travis. Uh, who else we got? Cutter. What's up, Cutter? How you doing, brother? All right. Tyrone Jones in the building as well. Brother Vines in the building. Uh, Michael is in the building as well. Brother Donovan. What's up, brother Donovan? How you doing, fam? All right. 504 Hot Boy's in the building. Robert Moshe is in the building. Brother BC Lewis is in the building. Uh, much love, brother T.J. Scottzilla is in the building. What's happening, fam? Brother Jarrell is in the building. Nashville Saint is in the building. Who that to all the beautiful Black and Gold family members, kings and queens of the coma, much love to you guys. And this is a very good deal by the Black and Gold. What's up, Henry? Who that to you, fam? Appreciate you as well. Much love. All right, so, I mean, fam, we're going to get to some of these stories and get them taken care of because the reality is Man, let me tell you something. The Saints had an opportunity, man, uh, to uh, sign Jameis a while ago, but good thing he kind of waited around on that thing, and we didn't lose out to him, you know what I'm saying? Because, the 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 boy, did you see what's happening? We're going to cover a few of them. I know that that ain't Saints content, but it's the, the Falcons. We're going to cover the Falcons stuff as well. All right, uh, Hennessy. What's up, brother Hennessy? Who that to you? Vernon, what's happening, fam? Leaping Cat Productions. Who that to you, baby? Much love, Terrence. What's happening, fam? Good to see you, Jason Thomas. What's up, brother Jason. Who that to you, fam? Uh Jason got that uh that Keeper laugh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: it's
1: like Count Chocolate. Uh, uh uh the Count from uh Sesame Street after he like after he like smoked like a, a million cigarettes. <laughs> What's up, Jason? All right, big ups to the fam. Tuck graph. I'll see you, fam. Much love to you and the rest of the fam. I appreciate y'all being up in here. All right, fam. So, I mean, that's good news, J Sticks Jefferson. What's happening, fam? Good to see you as well. Listen, fam, hit the like button for your boy if you're not a subscriber. Hit the hit the like button. Help me out there. And also feel free to share the show's link on your social media feed. That helps out as well. But listen, good news all the way around. James gets signed back. You're looking at uh the fact that my Pelicans right now are winning, they're beating the Charlotte Hornets a uh, 43 to 38. I'm monitoring the game as I'm covering the show. <laughs> All right, Tasman, I see you fam, much love. Daniel, I see you fam, much love. Well, thanks for being here. All right, so fam, what we're going to do is I got some news, we're going to cover the Jameis news. We're going to talk about Falcons a little bit. We're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick's connection to the Saints. We got a little something going on with there. A couple of tweets that was put out. I'm going to give you some information, a little backdrop on that. Also, uh, I did a, the TSC mock draft part three. We got that one done. I want to share that with you guys today. And then we're going to kind of peruse on the, the body of this thing. So what's up, fam? Who that to Brother Prime as well? Appreciate you for being in the stream. Much love to you and the rest of the fam. So hit the like button for your boys. We get started, man. Good news, man. Good news. As Jameis Winston inks the deal, man. The Saints inks Jameis to a two-year deal worth $28 million. A lot of family. Somebody in the chat when we did the last stream. What's up, Andrew? Andre's in the building. Dustin, I see you, fam. Who that to y'all? From San Antonio. Thank you, Andrew. Much love, fam. Alright, so listen, this is the thing uh, as well. The funny thing is that who said two for 28 fam? I remember one of the family members when I asked on the last show said, I said, what you think Jameis Winston contract? What's up, Carla baby? What is, does Jameis contract look like? And the family members were putting in all of these terrific suggestions and somebody hit on two for 28. Somebody hit for two. two. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the stream and give them some respect because somebody hit on two for 28, and that's exactly what the Saints gave him, two for 28 with 20 million, 21 of it, guaranteed. Here's the article right here. And uh, let's get into it About Tim Daniels. Quarterback Jameis Winston reportedly resigned uh, signed with the New Orleans Saints on Monday per NFL Network's Tom Pelissero. The two-year contract has a base value of $28 million, including 21 mil and guarantees what's up you up who that to you fam oh david was that you bro okay okay thank you david david congratulations bro you nailed the hell out of that when you said two for 28 bro so I appreciate you all right uh much love what's up brother Kenneth? who that to you so this is the thing so two for once again james gets the bread fam this is the, the the most we pay james the three years he's been giving us cheap contracts the last couple of years and we give him one year deal one year deal He finally got a two-year deal, $28 million, in guarantees. Winston opened up the 21 season to Saints starting quarterback following the retirement of Drew, for whom he served as backup for most of 2020. He beat out Taysom Hill. It wasn't really a competition, by the way. Uh, For the top spot on the depth chart, the 28-year-old Florida State product was up to a strong start before suffering a season and injury. Uh, Torn ACL in week eight, he completed 59% of his throws for 1170 and 14 touchdowns against only three interceptions across seven games. Now, listen. He was well on his way, and I think a lot of the family members can agree that Jameis Winston was well on his way to being a uh, uh having the best season of his career. I think we can all agree on that, right, fam? You know, so put one in the chat if you agree on that. I think he was well on his way to having his best season of his professional football career. So having him back in at twenty one twenty uh twenty eight million for two years, which is roughly fourteen million a year. What do you guys think about that? Let me know how the family members, let me get you guys' thoughts on how do you feel about Jameis Winston's two-for-28 deal with 21 in, in um, 21 mil and guarantees. How do you guys feel about that? Is that a fair deal for Jameis? Uh, Eric, who that to you, brother? Eric, 985, live in the building. What's up, baby? Who that to you? All right. So, I mean, it. all right. Thank you, Derek. Picking it uh, picking it, and flick it. Yen Grant, brother Jerry. All right. Appreciate you. All the family members. Yeah, they can agree. Coach Tab. How you doing, Coach Tab? A lot of family members can agree about that with Jameis Winston. Thank you, Brandon. Easily says five oh four hot boy. That's right. So I mean, it's it's it is what it is, man. To get Jameis back, and he was well on his way to his best season. And the, also, the reality is, okay, Yancey they lowballed him. Okay, uh, so I mean, how do you guys feel about this contract? Do you think this is a fair deal for the Saints? Twenty eight million, uh, dollars for I mean for two years. That's roughly fourteen million in it. Is that a fair deal? Y'all let me go. Uh, uh, let me know. <laughs> not let me go, but let me know. <laughs> let me know. Uh, 985 Knob said, that's not a bad considering all the other guys getting paid. Okay, thank you, bro. All right. Coach Tab says, fair. He deserved 30. Thank you, Coach Tab. All right. What's up, Beyond Reality? Who that to you? Appreciate you. Fam says, love it. Yeah, thank you. All right, Paul. Brother Paul says, yes. All right. Thank you, Brother Paul. Uh, Islam Israel. Williams says, kind of cheap, but we want it with it. With, but he won it with this team. Thank you, fam. Uh, Chris says, we got our boy back. Who that? Yes, right. Travis says, still for Winston. Brother Tremal. All right, he talking about the Falcons. <laughs> yes, Michael Juju is off the table because he was signed by the Kansas City Chiefs on a one-year deal. So yes, he's off the table. All right, so a lot of family members there as well. So my dog says, we signed Winston now. Where the receiver's at? That'll be coming. That'll be forthcoming, my friend. All right, who that? Travis Johnson. But y'all think it was fair as well, fam. Y'all put it in the chat. Let me know how y'all feel about Jameis's contract. 21 million guarantees, by the way. All right, so anyway, it's pretty good, man. And more than likely, we'll have Jameis Winston uh, commentary sooner or later when he addresses this, when people finally get uh, to talk to Jameis Winston, the fact that he's back. But I mean, there's uh, maybe two saints to make mention of, family. Well, number one is people was paying attention to the Deshaun Watson move, right? And then after Deshaun Watson went on where he went on, the detention the, the turned to James Winston. But remember, right around that time, certain individuals were, and I won't name no names. I'll leave it to you guys to use your bright imagination. Is that, what's up, Say Who that tell you? What's up, Tasha, baby? Who that tell you? Slim South 504, brother. What's happening? So, I mean, Larry, what's up, Larry Williams? Who that tell you? So this is the thing that, you know, certain individuals that play on the New Orleans Saints, I ain't going to say no names who advocating for quarterbacks not named Jameis Winston. (laughs) If I laugh like Jason. (laughs) Now that's not it. (laughs) Well, I mean, they were advocating for anybody not Jameis Winston got Jameis Winston. And certain individuals, what's up, Denard? Who also was watching the events from afar, saying that if a certain quarterback was signed, they would possibly re-sign with the team for a cheaper deal. Said player right now is on his a certain player right now is on his way to talk to the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I guess no cheap deal with Jameis back. What is going on here with these guys? I'm just saying, man, I'm pointing this out because this is most disturbing, man. I and mean, then people say Q, he just want to win. But that's kind of uncomfortable, you know. <laughs> I don't think Jameis, dude. Yeah, you saw the tweet 3Ls. Yeah, i seen it. I was watching them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably show it to y'all a little later on. But, it, like, he, that that guy, boy, I'll tell you what. Cam Jordan must have took a time machine back in time and met with Michael Jackson and said, listen, bro, let me teach you something. I got this new dance. It's called the moonwalk. And he 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 taught Michael Jackson the moonwalk because nobody moonwalked better than Cam. And Cam was so bad moonwalking, he was moonwalking with pie on his face. And I was like, damn, Cam, you a bad dude. But at the end of the day, it is what it is, fam. <laughs> but we got James back. That's the wrong thing. I'm just picking fun at, at Cam. But hey, wasn't that his words, fam? I'm not putting words in his mouth. That was his words. You know, that was his words. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, what's up, your baby? Who that tell you? Much love. All right. So, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Much love, Jason. Oh, man. So, yeah, bro. I'm happy to have Cam back, man. Cam on the deal. Uh, $28 million, two years, 14. Per year 21 mil in guarantees. <laughs> Jameis is back. And that's for you, Cam. And Teron Armstead also running out there to Miami. Chances are he'll probably sign with the with the Miami Dolphins. They're looking at him, they're serious about him. I guess no deal for us with uh Jameis at the helm. See, I mean that is most concerning, man, to think about that. But let's move on to the next thing. All right, here we go. Maddie Icy Hot traded. Now nah, we can't beat up on Maddie Icy Hot no more, fam. Matt Ryan is gone, man. He is gone, gone, gone. What's up, Ruger? Who that to you? My dog. I see you. Big Sean. What's happening, fam? But yeah, it's, it's really intriguing at the same time to take a look at. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's right, my dog. <laughs> I guess I can let out that laugh of Maddie, Icy Hot, too, to scare him some more. But we can't beat up on him until we play of the Indianapolis Colts because that's where they traded them at. They packed and shipped Matty Icehot to the Colts for a, a third-round pick to get him up out of there. So Matty Icehot is gone, family. He's out of the NFC South. And this makes a shift, even though we've gotten used to uh, uh, seeing Matt Ryan and the rest of the Atlanta Falcon uh, family members. He was a part of the rivalry, cause him and Cam had such a special relationship, where Cam sacked this dude more than anybody ever did. So miss it'll be uh you know kind of sad missing Icy Hot as he goes to the Colts as they this uh, uh brother no got him up out of there. Indianapolis Colts acquired Matt Ryan from the Falcons on Monday in return for a 2022 third round pick. That's all he was worried, huh? But just to shed that contract, Palacero and Ian Rappaport along with Garofalo reported the deal. The Falcons have not torn their roster down to the studs, but they've missed the plus for four straight seasons that led them to, uh, to argue the Falcons, I mean the franchise needing to move on from Ryan who turns 37 on May the 17th at the issue. The front office were uh, with the financial implications of trading away the four-time Pro Bowler, the move will save the Falcons $8.1 million, but adds $40.5 million in dead money. You want to talk about a spectacularly bad move right here. Thank you, uh, Ult- Ultimate Streams TV. Thank you, fam, for your super chat. Who that, brother? Who that to you? Much love to the fam. What's up, Baron Abel, man? What's up, fam? appreciate you for being here. Marcos, who that to you? As well, brother Paul Williams, who that to you, fam? Uh, KK's in the building. What's up, Queen? Uh, Derek Isaac, much love, fam, says, Big Q, what do you think about the team chemistry? We preach how well the chemistry is, but after that debacle, it's going to be really hard on our chemistry. You might be uh, having a little point there, bro, but the Saints, if anything, man, I, I have faith in the Saints locker room in so far as it getting this act together. And remember, and remember what happened like that year, man, when people were saying, man, Q, we in trouble. Uh, Drew Brees, uh lost the locker room with all the stuff happened when he said what he said y'all remember that and the people was telling me nah q it ain't gonna be the same they won't trust him the locker room and And they made it through that the saints have a winning culture Another, that was coach payton was there at the time but the saints culture is so strong and especially in the locker room that i think that they'll be fine man and the chemistry i think everything will be fine the team will be more well-rounded it's still led by its veterans and i think they'll be fine as far as the chemistry is concerned. It's, it's the even though Coach Payton's not that, that mentality is still going to be present and the result in the minds of the players that the top players that lead the team and also the assistant coaches who are real, well respected. And I think they have so so many, you know, the synergy is good and the chemistry is good because it's a, res, a good respect relationship amongst the head coaches and the assistant coaches. There's a lot of power in that building with the Saints, with the assistant coaches. They do good work. All right, and also following the Ryan trade, the Atlanta Falcons signed Marcus Mariota to a two-year contract. Mariota and head coach Arthur Smith, they have a uh, history. They worked together with the Titans. The 28-year-old threw for 13,207 yards, 76 touchdowns, and 44 interceptions, and in 63 games with Tennessee. After passing on Justin Fields and Mac Jones last year, this trade could provide the impetus for general manager Fontenot to target a long-term successor to Ryan in the draft, the, as they mentioned this isn't without risk, however, given the positive of standout prospects at the QB position. Cincinnati's Desmond Ritter, Liberty's Malik Willis were the only two signal callers to crack the top 50 of Bleacher Report's big board. By signing Mariota, the Falcons might be trying to buy themselves time before the surveying the quarterback landscape. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. They're going to look for the draft and try to start this thing on over. But I knew this is the end of an era. And might I say this before, that's right, Slim, they signed Marcus Mariota after they traded out uh, Matt Ryan for a third round pick. And it's most concerning because, listen, that's not my team over there, but Fontenot comes from the Saints. Uh, And the relationship, and the reason why you would, they, they absorbed a $40 million cap hit when they traded them. All because of Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson really, Messed over two teams, including the team that he went to. And I said that to you guys the other day on the last stream we did or the one prior to that. We talked about the impact of the crater hole uh, that the Deshaun Watson left when he called the, the, the Falcons. People wasn't even worrying about the brother, but he called them, got him involved in a situation where they just like instead of just being disciplined and telling them, no, we already restructured Matt Ryan and we can't afford what you're talking about they started getting all desperate and shit and so we got to make something happening. So when they started doing that and then Maddie Icy Hot got, you know, was laid back in the cut and really who was upset with his, was his wife, Maddie Icehot's Hot's wife went off, man. And you know, when the wife go off play boy, it's never a good thing because sometimes the guy, he going to be like smooth. He going to ice it over, like whatever, let's play some football. But man, when, when his wife heard about that, man, that was a whole nother level of, oh, no. So it, it didn't heal well. So you've seen the situation happen like in with Deshaun Watson because it promoted the, when the Cleveland Caval- oh, Cavaliers, Cavaliers might as well be the Cavaliers. When the Browns went, went to acquire about him, it pissed Baker Mayfield off. And Baker Mayfield said, no, I ain't coming back there. They said, you will come back. No, I want to trade. No, we ain't going to trade you. Well, I'm not playing. So they were desperate. Another desperate-ass team who can't say no to something so they ended up trying to get the guy and it pissed off Baker. then he forced them to make a desperate ass trade to acquire the services of Deshaun Watson with all of the baggage. And now Baker Mayfield has to get shipped out of there. Probably something it'll happen in, in, you know, probably in a week or the next five days or so, well, he'll get traded. He was supposed to go to the Colts, but he destroyed gonna say destroyed the, the Browns cause he went there, but he, because of his involvement, it pissed off the two quarterbacks the quarterback that was the starter before. And I'm pretty sure they wasn't ready to make that move under those circumstances if desperation was a part of the salute or the, the equation. Same thing happened in Atlanta. They got des- desperate because he called them, tried to shake some stuff and thought Matt it was going to be cool in the cut. But you restructured the guy. Once you restructure the guy, the cap hit will, it's like a penalty for you not to trade him after the restructuring. But them people ate $40 million in cap this to get a third round draft pick because they could not heal the relationship between Matt Ryan, Mike Ryan, and then they ain't won't pay him the seven mil. So it's re- it was really curious. If all that, I would have paid him the seven point five million to be honest. Which paid the goddamn man the seven point five million, so you don't have to eat the forty million. But here I go trying to help somebody out. That's on them. I think it's a bad move. But anyway, a word to Marcus Mariota, uh, pageant Marcus Mariota, welcome. To the nfc south and you about to get it handed to you think maddie icy high had it bad brother you better put some boards up under your clothes tape them to your legs and your arms because you're gonna need extra support to deal with what the sinks about to bring your weight you see what i'm saying when you came here and you already a little bit injury prone you, you you know you get patted on the back and some you get a dislocated shoulder by a pat on the back but what i'm saying is brother you done chose some real tough territory come creeping into and you better ask maddie icy hot where he what uh what kind of pain medicine he's been taking because you're gonna need uh uh, you better level it up because you're gonna need a lot of help i'm gonna just tell you something all right so let's move on bad move falcons bad move all right here's another article from nola.com kaepernick wants to play in the nfl again and he was in new orleans for a workout not what you think it is but it's good to see old cap back on the field Former Saints 49ers quarterback in his article by Nolan Patrick McGinn and Rod Walker. Kaepernick has been conducting workouts with NFL players across the nation in hopes of getting another shot to play professional football in his most recent stops was in New Orleans at the invitation of Saints receiver Jalen McCleskey. Kaepernick worked out at Edna Carr High School in New Orleans on Monday. Former 49er and LSU safety Eric Reid was in attendance at the session as well as you can see here's some footage right here of Cap in the pocket right here, at Card throwing the ball out there, and you know, good to see old Cap back there. He ain't playing sometime. Been some time since Cap played, man. But when he played, man, look at that baseball motion. Look at the spiral. He still got a hell of a spiral on the ball. My goodness. And it's almost like Cap, and the big old tall guy. It's like he's throwing a baseball, man. And he throw that ball. He got a kind of a motion to come out, but it's a tight spiral. He still got that spiral going though. So it was good to see Kaepernick on the field throwing. We'll see. I don't know if he'll get picked up right now, but you never know during the season somebody might reach out to him. As you can see, he's at, at some time, he still got something with him. Alright, so it's good to see Cap on the field right there. Kaepernick, 34, hasn't played in the NFL since 2016. He has found it difficult to get another job in the league since he became the activist helping lead protests and efforts to bring attention to systematic racism and inequality. Kaepernick was out there, so uh, also, an NFL reportedly settled a grievance with Cap and read over allegation that the league teams were colluding against hiring them for less than $10 million. Uh, Seahawks uh, coach uh, Pete Carroll recently told Wall Street Journal that he believes Cap deserves another opportunity playing the NFL. Does the guy deserve a second shot? I think he does, Carroll said. I don't know if if it's here. I don't know where it is. I don't know if it. Yeah, I, yeah, he deserves a shot. Not over here, though. <laughs> The Seahawks and the Panthers are among teams looking to land a newer quarterback. The Saints appeared to address the issue on Monday afternoon with Jameis Winston agreeing to a deal for a two year deal. During Kaepernick's Monday morning workout, he threw passes to McCleskey, former Edna Carr and Nichols State receiver Dejan Dixon and former Tulane receiver Xavier Rush. McCleskey and Rush both spent time in training camp with the Saints while Dixon just completed his career at Nichols. Former car quarterback L. Dine Clark, who just finished his career gambling, also threw play- passes during the workout. Cap wasn't available for interviews, so he just did his thing. Didn't make a big deal about it and then walked off. But, of course, Pete Carroll said Pete Carroll says, uh, hey, man, hey, listen, I think uh, Kaepernick deserves to play in the NFL. No doubt about it. Yeah, he deserved that. I don't think he might. He might be in Seattle, but maybe somewhere else. OK, I got you, fam. I appreciate you. Yeah, I hear you, Pete. Alright, so let's keep on moving on. Let's go to the uh, Deion Sanders. Our kids deserve the same thing as the Power Fives. Deion Sanders and Jackson State to host HBC uh U, Mississippi Pro Day for NFL experience. Let me exposure. Let me say I just gotta give a lot of respect and love to Deion Sanders. Since he went went to uh to the SWAC, man, he's been bringing a lot of attention. He's been doing a lot of positive things in the HB, uh, uh the HBCUs. He's been doing a really good job there. And bringing, highlighting the talent that's there, and his presence is bringing a lot of top-notch talent to uh, the small black colleges, which is a very, which is a good positive. It's kind of going back to Dave's of the McNairs and stuff like that. I uh, thank you, DJ uh, D Smooth. Appreciate your super chat, my friend. Much love to you. No, they didn't, Willie. Uh, Willie, him, did they sign Carolina? Did uh, Did Carolina sign Mayfield? No, they didn't, bro. They signed a bunch of other people. But no Mayfield. Deion Sanders announced via Instagram that he and Jackson State will host a combine, a combine, excuse me, that will also his conferences foes Mississippi Valley State and Alcorn State. It will take place on March the 21st on the campus of JSU. Also expect to uh, attend or expected to attend it are athletes from Delta State and Mississippi College. Sanders has questioned the lack of exposure given to HBCU since he arrived in Jackson in 2020. The 21 NFL draft produced zero hbcu draft picks which marks the ninth time since 20 since 2000 there's been no players selected from hbcus that number is unacceptable and definitely speaks to the plethora of talented nfl level level players at the hbcus being overlooked that streak is expected to end this season but overall hbcu players rarely get invited to the NFL combine or to power five schools to join their pro days. So Sanders is using his platform to bring NFL scouts to Jackson for a day. to give HBCU athletes a chance to showcase their talent. So I got to commend Deion Sanders on that because that's a big move. If they don't want to invite you to your combine, you do your own combine. And I remember, I don't know if family members seen the tweet of the brother who was working out at the combine. And then the brother tore his ACL. Did anybody put one in the chat? If you, uh, if you don't, if you seen that, you know, put one in the chat if y'all seen the little, uh, the, the the little, uh, the combine when the brother gets hurt. He tears, I think, it's ACL. I want to say, and he's on the ground, wrap, uh, uh, rolling in pain, holding his leg. And then the guy just picks up the football, walks past him. The reporters and the guy guys looking at him. They just turn around and walk the other way. I mean, that to me just is the antithesis of absolute trash and garbage Absolute trash, no concern for the man to man. Obviously injured on the ground, they just turn around. Did y'all see that? That was, uh, that. Was, to me, was absolutely awful. To witness that kind of stuff. And it was clear, you could look right in their face. I, I slowed the video down, downloaded it, then put it on my uh, my software and enlarged it and went in seen right into the faces of the men that's around there not one of them bastards showed concern for that man laying on that goddamn ground like that you know and you talk all this bull crap. so you know if their asses was on the floor you know rivaling the pain you want to be seen about it's just it's is appalling man but bucky brooks uh who was a scout also he put it right on the line and i retweeted, I retweeted bucky brooks's tweet and i said man it's the same way you know do unto others man so next time your smelly ass get hurt uh you bunch of bastard scouts that was out there that didn't help that man until after the fact sitting up there rivaling when you get hurt don't ask for nobody to come to your house and help your smelly underhanded ass for doing that letting that man sit there rivaling it's just disgusting to me anyway let's move on all right aaron wilson from the nfl says nfl scouts attending jackson state's pro day and this is a little extra tweet right here a little special sauce, as you were, of the people that's going to be at the March the 21st Deion Sanders Pro Day at Jackson State University. So it's getting some good reviews because of Deion's influence. Bears, Jags, uh, Washington, the Saints are going to be there. As you can see, the Black and Gold are going to be in attendance. Steelers, Titans, Cardinals, Chargers, Packers, Jets, Pats, Seahawks, Raiders, Niners, Chiefs, Cowboys, Lions, and the Colts. So Deion Sanders already making impressions there. Congratulations and uh, much love and salute to Deion Sanders for what he's doing, because he really didn't have to do that, fam. He really didn't. All right, let's keep it going. This is the next article right here, just to share with the family members. we kind of moving some of the draft talk. A busy week ahead. This is from Phil Yates, ahead for the NFL draft process, as four of the top QBs have their pro days. Now, of course, Will's, uh, Kenny Pickett had his today. Tomorrow is Malik Willis from Liberty. Wednesday, a lot of people are going to be looking at Matt Corral. I want to see what Malik Willis do tomorrow as well, and Corral. Matter of fact, I'm interested in all of these guys. And I was looking at Kenny Pickett and Ken, Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett's uh, performance. but looking at what Malik Willis and Matt Corral and Desmond Ritter on Thursday for Cincinnati. So these are some of the most sought after guys right there that they're going to be paying attention to. And as you can see, this is uh, uh, right here. Uh, Kenny Pickett's pro day, a little footage from him highlighting what he did at uh, his pit pro day. Now, this guy is considered uh, one of the. Uh, quarterbacks that they're looking at in the draft he might he's considered as a, a quarterback and he got a, a you know he can throw the ball and sling the ball but they're saying according to the uh, people that he's the most pro-ready quarterback in the draft this young quarterback from Pitt so he had I was looking at his footage of his pro day he did all right he didn't uh, you know wow me but the Carolina people were really wild by him. I think they just desperate.
0: Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepix.com slash play100 and use code PLAY100. That's code PLAY100 at prizepix.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks daily fantasy sports made easy.
1: And, you know, no knock against the young kid, but he had an all right pro day, man. You can look it up on uh, online. All right, and also here's the, the people that were interested in uh, 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 his pro day. As you can see, the NFL contingent of coaches and execs in attendance for Pickett's pro day, Falcons, Panthers, Steelers, Commanders, The offensive coordinators were there, quarterback coaches, Falcons, Panthers, Saints, your black and gold was in the building watching Pickett throw Giants, Eagles, Seahawks, Titans, Commanders, GM for the Falcons, GM was there as well, Panthers, GM, Steelers and commanders. So, yeah, ain't no doubt about it. The Falcons are going to uh, take that information. They're going to use that. The Falcons and the Carolina Panthers most certainly are looking like they're going to take young quarterbacks, man. I mean, boy, you won't talk about screwing up the quarterback position. And lucky as hell in this year's uh, movement of quarterbacks was the Saints, to be honest with you. A lot of flux is happening. The the Atlanta Falcons ended up with Marcus Mariota, Boy, that's that's to me, no knock knock against Mariota because him and Arthur Smith are familiar with each other since their time in Tennessee. And he's a good quarterback, tall quarterback, injury issues. But that's a bit of a, I I don't know, based on what you have. It don't inspire confidence for people to put Mariota there, but he's a stopgap. So we can see what they're trying to do. Carolina with Sam Darnold and what is it, 19 plus million dollars. So you can see these quarterbacks looking. But the Saints with a two-year contract on Jameis Winston. Most certainly are looking at uh passers as well. Why would you not? Which is if I was running a team, that's what I'd be looking at as well. Like if you if we decide to sign James Winston back on the contract, and I was like two years with a three year deal, two years with an option on the third. That's what I was basically looking at. And I was saying to myself, okay, if that if that's the thought process, then I would have to be considering a quarterback of the future, which Te- Teron, I mean, uh Taysom Hill did not. So I'm presenting to you guys my new mock. This is the TSC mock draft number three. Travis says, yeah, there you go, Travis. Look, I know, and Travis, when you said Carson Strong's a sleeper QB, look who I got sitting up, up on the list here. Huh? You know? It's pretty cool. But this is my latest mock. After done after the Jameis Winston resign. I said, let me mock this thing again. And this is what I came up with. So the first pick here is obviously, y'all know who Trey Burks is out of Arkansas fantastic receiver, fell to me at eight. Say, Q, what happened to the other guys? They were taken before my guy, you know? This is what the first round mock looked like. So you can see at 17, Chris Olivi was taken by the Chargers, and then you can move up a little further. You see Drake London was taken by the Ravens, and all of the good quarterbacks. Look, Jameson Williams, you see the first quarterback off this mock that went was Garrett Wilson to the Jets at 10. Malik Willis was taken out of Liberty right there. And then, of course, you kind of slide down a bit, and then you see Drake London, you see Jamison Williams, and then Olave was taken, and then, of course, you see Trey Burks. Now, you see big Jordan Davis was sitting right there, and the Eagles got, (laughs) you know, but don't worry, I might flip-flop that pick, because really, Jordan Davis, in this, I was like, really, really, and for time, I was kind of forcing it, but I was like, ah, we need weapons. So I kind of it was a, just took Trey Burks. Trey Burks is a fantastic target, man. So anyway, this is Trey Burks right here for family members not uh familiar with Trey Burks. And Trey Burks, I think uh he's six foot two, some say six threes, 225 pounds, nice size hands. Uh his prospect grade you can see is 6.5. They consider him a boom up bust, a, pro, a project with potential. Now his 40 dash time wasn't all that great. It was full. Uh, 4.55 five, as you can see right there wasn't all that great and that's the only thing that can really hit him with that he had he have a fast 40 time but outside of that if you watch him on field he looks he plays faster than his, his run time right I'm going to be honest with you he's physical and he does it all you know he ain't the fastest guy but he looks fast on film and people know that that this guy is a tremendous weapon and they consider him like an A.J. Brown with more wiggle big smooth and natural Burks possesses the versatility to operate from wherever you want and he get to wherever you need no matter the competition. He's a mismatch receiver combining size, strength, competitiveness similar to AJ Brown, but his speed tested at the NFL combine did not meet expectations. Arkansas benefited by putting the ball in his hands from a variety of alignments, and there is no reason to believe NFL play callers won't benefit from doing the same. The tape is extremely exciting with it with real NFL skills jumping off the screen, but his potential to become a high volume three level target is a little more cloudy after a relatively disappointing showing at the combine. And listen, he didn't do all that bad at the combine. I watched his performance at the combine. This guy's alluding to the fact that this 40 time is not where they wanted. They wanted it a little high. If he had ran a four, four, eight or four, four, nine, it would be all over this kid. But let me tell you something. You can be stupid all you want and think that Trey Burks can't play football. You're gonna be you're gonna get your butt handed to him when he plays. So I took Trey Burke. I think he's a fantastic target, and I'm gonna work with him. And y'all just be with me because I'm gonna keep running this thing. All right, and the next draft pick I took with the second round pick here, fam. As you can see, I took Mr. Carson Strong in the second round. I keep because I'm saying you're gonna need a quarterback. Q what about Ian Book? We still gonna have Book, but the book is not completed on Ian Book. Let these two young quarterbacks compete for an opportunity to win the future job. And Carson Strong is a guy, his name is his game. He's a, he, nobody really talking about him, but let me tell you something. Carson Strong got some talent fam. I'm just going to keep you. 6'3", 230 pounds, uh, is big quarterback. They get him a six-point grade, a 6.00. Talents the traits to be above-average backup, they call it, but listen, don't be fooled by that. You know, this is bio, but we'll go into the overview. Touch or torch pocket passable rare blend of power and finesse to turn low percentage throws into completions. He has a gun for an arm. His surgically repaired right knee might hinder his sturdiness of throwing the base, but strong still throws with velocity, accuracy, touch either on and off the platform. He has the talent to attack any coverage in all areas of the field. Nonchalant eye discipline and a gunslinger mentality means he's likely to see additional air traffic and turnovers as he transitions from, a, from Nevada's uh, air-raid offense. Now, the scouts rave about his leader, his leadership and killer instinct. He clearly has a first-round talent, but long-term dilabil- durability concerns surrounding his knee would force teams to take more of a cautious approach with his projection and draft sliding. Listen, a lot of them have him sliding to the third-round, fourth-round. Don't you believe it? We can We can coach this kid up, and he could be a force for you. And you got a second round grade on a guy like Carson Strong. So listen, it's a lot of potential right there. Next one, third round pick, not number 98, is a tackle. So we got a wide receiver QB and another tackle because Teron Armstead is going to be out of here. We need help on the opposite side of, of, of uh, Ryan Ramchek, who I'm saying he'll move to the blind side. So who could be the guy that steps in that place? Max Mitchell out of Louisiana. Let's get Max on the on the screen. He's six foot six out of Monroe, Louisiana, went to uh, Louisiana, ULL. He's 307 pounds and he, he is a grade of 6.20. will eventually be an average starter as they make mention enough. Not a bad 40 time ran by the big fellow there as well. And as you go down to his overview, lauded by coaches and scouts for his toughness, consistency and leadership. Mitchell has the athletic traits and hand quickness to make a living as a left or right tackle. He works with independent hands for improved early control of pass reps. His punch is sudden and comes at rushers with tank. However, he can be overly re- responsive to movement. He needs to calm his feet and minimize forward lean to prevent rush leakage during the, the mirror phase. Technique and initial quickness allow him to make most blocks on the move, but he'll need to improve. Uh, he, he'll need to prove he can roll down here and generate movement in a hat-on-hat hat battles, his, his demeanor, understanding of technique, and athletic traits raised the floor and improved his ceiling. This guy can move, man. Ran a 532. You can see some of the film right here, him getting along. You can see right here, the him booking right here. <laughs> but Max Mitchell is not a bad pickup for the black and gold in the third round to kind of add more offensive line talent uh, to that mix. You're going to need a tackle, man, if it's not Landon Young. You're going to need a little something, so i give him Max Mitchell, especially as a backup, man. You're going to have to get him in there right away. You can keep it going. All right, let's move on to the next one I'm picking up in, in my mock. It's Mr. Brian Cook, the fantastic safety, with my other third-round pick out of the University of Cincinnati. Listen, we got Marcus May. We got rid of Marcus Williams. We let him walk, and we have yet to sign P.J. Williams, but I think the Saints will sign P.J. Williams, but you're still going to need a safety that's going to help out, and I think Brian Cook is the dude. That will definitely do that. Cook, 6'1", 206 pounds, is a hitter. Fantastic guy out of that Cincinnati defense. Uh, they list him as a 6.37 in the prospect grade, which eventually means a plus starter. They're anticipating him being a good starter there. You take a look at his, in his overview. He's an enforcer with size, toughness, and instinct to put his stamp on the game in a variety of ways. Cook plays with the confidence and consistency of a pro safety and loves to run and hit. His blend of football intelligence, athleticism, physicality makes him an ideal fit for a matchup-oriented defense looking for versatile back and chameleons. He can be used as an add-on run defender, match up over the F tight ends, or play the back end. Cook needs he cook needs to answer questions about his speed and play with focus and leverage as an open field tackler, but he's reliable and talented. He can be a good starter early in his career. So, yes, indeed. Brian Cook, you put the film on and watch Brian Cook plays. He is all, he's a pretty talented safety for that University uh, uh, University of uh, Cincinnati Bearcat defense. All right, let's move on to the next one. And I got another wide receiver family. you seeing that I'm not really targeting too much on the defense. I think we're looking good. We need more help on the offensive side of the ball to bring up that talent level. And I went and reached out and got Christian Watson. Who just said that? Travis Young said Christian Watson 6'5 and run a 436. I Look where I got him at. In the fourth round pick 120, I was able to get Christian Watson. 6'4", 208 pounds. Uh, he's 6.21. He's eventually average starter. And you took a look at his uh dash time, 436 in the combine. Terrific receiver. So I'm adding speed and size. Remember, I got Trey Burks with the first round pick and also bounce back and I get this guy. A receiver prospect with intriguing measurables, a strong belief in the team aspect of the game, Watson possesses an alluring combination of size and speed. He shows off, showed off, improved route running and catch strength in 21. He's much more gifted than his opposition was at the NDSU, and needs to improve. He can, and can need to prove he can elevate his game against bigger and faster players at the next level. He plays hard and fast, but needs to add a few more pounds and learn to impose his frame and, uh, uh, on the coverage. He's a field stretching option requiring a linear route, a tree and projects as a capable three or four with more work. We can get a lot more out of this guy the way we coach him up. Christian Watson, big physical receiver with speed. These are the type of guys that old man coach Peyton used to love It's big, fast wide receivers that can catch this guy. Go put the tape on and watch Chris and Watson play out of the unit, the university of North Dakota state. We know he come from a small school. But listen, he got big-time talent in this kid. So I got both of those guys uh, listed uh, in my mock draft because the Saints need help in that room. So Trey Burks early with the 18th pick in the first round. And then in the fourth round, I bounce back and get great value on Christian Watson in the fourth round. And then, of course, we need a running back to replace Kamara. And that's what I got in round number five. So we get Ken, Ken Brooks, Kennedy Brooks from the University of Oklahoma, senior this guy is very productive he has a four five nine and speed but listen good backup can help you as a starter as they give him that grade 611 they said develops into a starter and listen good value in the fifth round for ken brooks because let me tell you something this guy was really productive at the university of oklahoma had several seasons of a thousand yard rushing the guy uh is you know is a good running back he's not as fast as you would like but listen Look, ran for a thousand plus yards in all three seasons. He know how to hit the holes. He knows how to find it. He ne- You know, in the speed, he plays faster on film than they're So don't be fooled by some of these times. Brooks will be, he will be a knockout. His bill will be knocked out, will be knocked for a lack of suddenness and explosiveness, but may end up becoming more of an effective NFL runner than evaluators expect. His, if you put the tape on and watch Ken Brooks play. He's a tempo base runner with the ability to switch gears inside the run when needed. He's has adequate size and vision, but really impresses with his ability to maintain space from defenders as the run progresses. He's not a home run hitter or a physical finisher and is unlikely to offer much third down value, but but he's smooth, subtle running style can be taken for granted, but is perfect for outside zone teams looking to add competition. He's an RB2, which running back to with upside. And listen, he's dependable. He does a lot. He blocks really well. He's faster on film than what it indicates. And Brooks got a lot of production at the University of Oklahoma. Good value for him. Where I picked him up in at the fifth round right here. Listen, good running back that can add to it. Now, you talk about power and all that. You put the tape on and watch Ken Brooks. Ken Brooks runs with power. He uses his stiff arm too. 5'11", about 210. But listen, the brother is very shifty. He's intelligent. And listen, good value with the fifth round pick. 161. And then my final pick is an LSU guy, Austin Deculus. I picked him up from out of uh, LSU, just like we did Will Clapp many years ago. Uh, the big guy, 6'5", 321 pounds. I was tempted to take a tackle here, but I just kept it offensive because that's why I feel we need uh, uh, more talent. Here. So we'll add a big guy uh, like uh, de- Deculus to our uh, to our squad, to our uh, practice squad to help out de- de- and the thing I like about him I'm an LSU guy. I watched this guy play for years. A lot, a lot, a lot of games this man played in for for the Saints. I mean, for the LSU Tigers. He played in 61 games and started 46 times. He's called the Iron Man there. He was on the Joe Burrow uh, offensive line in of 2019. He has a lot of talent, man. Adorable, highly experienced. Deculous is right tackle. Only prospect with good know-how, but a debilitating lack of athletic movements to get blocks executed. He's a more of a project, but I like him. He uses his length effectively with active hands and good extension to keep rushes out of his same frame, but securing the edge against speed will be a challenge. We just need to make sure that we get the the offensive line coach Zach Streep is one of the assistants to work with guys like this. Now to go back, family, to look to kind of recap my draft right here. This is what it was right after the the Jameis Winston signing. Okay, we got Jameis. Now let's get him some toys. Let's get him some weapons. Trey Burke's big time weapon. Got him another weapon in the fourth round. Christian Watson, 6'4, 200 pounds, runs at what? What was it? A 4'3'5, was it? Hold on, where is this? A 4'3'6? You're talking about speed, and he's 6'4. Man, this is awesome, man. So.
0: Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, cricket customers, the Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a cracker cozy up to all the holiday classics like elf eight bit christmas and the harry potter eight film collection just log in with your cricut username and password to experience max on all your favorite devices phone plans streams and standard definition programming subject to change fees terms and restrictions apply see CricketWireless.com for details Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to hundred dollars. Just visit PrizePicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at PrizePicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy.
1: Anyway, Trey Burks in the first round is what I picked up to help the Black and Gold, a developmental quarterback, and Carson Strong to compete with Ian Book. Ma- uh, Max Mitchell, an offensive tackle, to bring elevate the depth position behind him. And this thing keep going, on. Hold on, family, turn this off. But this is what I'm looking at to improve the offensive line. Both Max Mitchell and 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 Austin Deculus are uh, tackles. Mitchell with a more high upside than Austin, but Austin is a developmental guy. These are the young guys you bring in to kind of help out uh, to develop the depth underneath the offensive line, in case injuries or C-19 happen. You have these young guys to come in with high upside to help out a safety to develop behind a guy like Malcolm Jenkins, who eventually will retire. We keep putting PJ Williams on these two year deals. PJ getting a little older. So at some point you gotta get a knockdown, knock you out, really intelligent safety. And I was able to find one in Brian Cook with the second of the three picks that I have. And of course, like I said, we talked about Christian Watson. Kenny Brooks is a dude you can't overlook even though right here they gave me an F for his grade. I, I, I shun that because Kenny Brooks, you got to put the film on really solid running back who can really help the Saints out. And of course, two offensive linemen. So one draft pick, uh, a third round safety for the defense, because I feel like you, you don't need to get a defense any more than what they got. They're ready to compete unless you take big Jordan Davis and plop him there, which I was really severely tempted to do. But I just wanted to give Jameis uh, some weapons there. So yeah, yeah. Okay, Sincere says I he said I like every pick besides Carson Strong. I got you on that. A lot of people feel like that about Carson Strong, bro. Yeah, uh, brother Lamar, thank you for your super chat, fam. Says, do we resign uh T-Stead Q? Well, the the reality is Terron Armstead is going to Miami. The Saints, uh, we're gonna they spent 14 million of the 26 plus million or 28, 29, whatever it is. Of the money on Jameis's deal, right? $14 million, so that should drop it a bit. But we have to see what Teron Armstead is going to do. If it's north of $18 million, uh, which they're anticipating it to be very high because the Miami Dolphins are big players. They really want Teron Armstead bad to operate as a blindside tackle. to help improve the protection to their quarterbacks out there, so uh, Tua in particular. So uh, Miami's ready to dial out the money for them, uh, and we'll see how it all lands, but uh, the Saints, if they can be creative enough, and if Tyron wants to come back, we'll see. He said he wanted to come back when Deshaun Watson was interested in the Saints job, and he was watching it. That's why he didn't sign. But when Watson went to Cleveland, he went to Miami. So it's anything's possible, bro. But we'll just have to wait and see. But if he's offering eighteen million a season in Miami, and chances are eighteen plus million, I think uh, it'll be difficult to retain his services. That's why I got guys in the in these drafts that i'm looking at to replace because i'm anticipating teron armstead leaving just like marcus williams did thank you for your super check brother lamar but anyway this is my mock draft part three and we'll do another one in a couple days just to recap fam Jameis winston's uh saints reportedly agreed to a two-year deal 28 million dollars for Jameis for two years and 21 million of it in guaranteed money so Two-year contract, base value of 28 million, including 21 million in guarantees, is what the Saints have. So a two-year deal for Jameis. That's not a, two years, not a long time in this business. So uh, the Saints ultimately could be looking at a, another quarterback, a potential quarterback in the draft, whether it's my guy Carson Strong or Ritter. Ritter, excuse me. We'll see. But Ritter wasn't available. Uh, he was going in, in the round. And, and matter of fact, let me take a look at my draft again to see where these the quarterbacks went. Well, I don't think it shows the second round. Yeah, it just showed the first round. But anyway, yeah, that that's 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 uh I think a lot of those guys was uh gone. But anyway, uh 28 million for Jameis. Welcome back Jameis. Good to see you again. Cam got a little pie on his face. We'll see what Terron do uh with this whole situation with Miami. I right, uh Maddie Isaac is traded to the Colts from the Falcons. They gave up a third-round pick. They were they didn't want to give him that roster bonus of 7 million which they should have did as opposed to trade him and eat that dead cap of $40 million. What's wrong with you, Fontenot? Fontenot must be drinking Atlanta water out there. That's what's going on. He drank it fluoridated Atlanta walking water, and it caused him to make a bad decision on this because, and really, it, and, and, and truth be told, it wasn't on brother Fontenot. It was really, he was forced to make this move after the debacle with Deshaun Watson occurred, just like the Browns were forced to make a desperate trade because of Deshaun Watson because he Brown's pissed off Baker Mayfield and the Hawks. I mean, the Falcons, the Falcons pissed off Maddie Icy hot. And more importantly, they pissed off his wife. So there was no patching of the two for uh, Mayfield. And there wasn't no patching up of Matt Ryan. So they had to get him up out of there. So they was forced to eat that 40 million uh, because that was just those. They just could not say no. Remember, say no. The grass isn't always greener on the other side of the street or on the other side of the fence or whatever, wherever the green grass is that you're looking at over there. Stay your ass where you belong on your side and have some discipline. And let these two examples be examples to people, lessons in life to people to say no. When you are uh, uh, in a position where people are tempting you to go from from your grass to some other grass, don't you take your ass over there to that other grass. Stay your ass where you at. And fix up your own grass and make it look better than the grass over there. You get what I'm saying? Because this was an expensive lesson that Atlanta had to learn. Thank you, Cecile, for subscribing. Much love, fam. Thank you for to, uh, for subscribing to the fam. Welcome to the fam, fam. All right, so a, le- a lesson in life. Atlanta can teach us something, family. Atlanta can teach us something, and they just teach us, taught us right there. Also, the other article we covered was Colin Kaepernick. He came, he was pl- working out with uh, McCleskey, J.J. McCleskey's son in New Orleans. We showed some Twitter footage of, of Cap throwing the ball. He's still got a strong arm in a tight spiral. So good to see Cap throwing the ball again. We also covered the article from Deion Sanders hosting a HBCU Pro Day to get exposure uh, for the NFL, the, to the NFL to come and look at some of the HBCU talent. That's And I think some guys are going to get drafted this year because this is a list of the people, thanks to Dion, that'll be going out there to the pro day at Jackson State University. And you can look at all those people and see the Saints are involved. Good play by Deion Sanders using his name to kind of bring light to what was going on there. And, of course, some more information we covered. As these are the pro day, Kenny Pickett had his pro day today. Malik Willis is tomorrow. Wednesday's Matt Corral and Desmond Ritter. These are four of some of the top favorite quarterbacks uh that's looking at between rounds one, two, and three. I'd be surprised if any of these guys end up in round three. I think most of these guys will be second first or second round draft picks uh this year because of the near the the, the severe need. It's not about how talented they are. They still got some stuff they gotta clean up, but it's the fact that there's so many desperate teams in the NFL that need developmental quarterbacks, and these guys will get taken between rounds one and two. Some could go a little higher. I think Desmond Ritter's stock is rising, too. Put the tape on. And, of course, the, we looked at it and we talked about people that attended Kenny Pickett's pro day. You can see the Saints were there. The QB coach was there watching them play a, among several other teams. And we talk about desperate Falcons. Look at the Falcons. The Panthers are there. The Commanders are there. You know, you see the Eagles, the Seahawks. Uh it, it Falcons and Lions are there looking at uh, uh Kenny Pickett and there's some footage right here as so you can see you can see Matt Rules face just a moment ago watching Kenny Pickett throw the ball and they really enamored with what what happened at his pro day today. So anyway, and of course, finally my mock draft that I did family when we picked up several players that I believe could help the team in my third rendition of the mock. So with that being said, man, that'll be that'll be uh the end of what's going on with the fan, with the with the news, but the big news of the day was the fact that Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston, signed a two-year deal worth $28 million, $21 million in guarantees to come back to the black and gold, baby. So I love it. So with that being said, fam, I hope y'all had some fun. I appreciate you uh, stopping by for the show. I hope y'all had fun, man. I try to <laughs> have a little fun with the family. All right, what's up, Elmo? Who that to your fam? Much love to you. As well, DV says them HOS got to draft AQB. Now they might <laughs> uh they might sign Cam or Cap. Yeah, if you look at the free agency, they had a list of free agent quarterbacks that was remaining. Boy, to turn your stomach eight ways from Tuesday. But Kaepernick's not a bad pickup. But people, they're gonna run from Kaepernick. Like I like I was picking at Pete Carroll early in the show. And Pete Carroll said, Yeah, Kaepernick deserves an opportunity to play. Yeah, just not him. <laughs> But in the end, I think Kaepernick eventually will come back, man. All right. Oh, uh, Paul says our uh, thoughts on Beasley, brother Q. Uh, Cole Beasley's brother. I'm gonna have to look him up, bro. But Cole Beasley, uh, uh is somebody that's out there. Listen, fam. They had a uh a, a show that I was putting together that I probably uh do for the TSC Q and A live. It's a free agent special show where I was gonna go over uh running backs that I written re- some really good prospects. And if the Saints had their thinking caps on, they can go at these guys that I was mentioning before somebody else do. But I'm going to do a show. It's going to be for TSC Q&A Live for Tuesday, talking about free ages the Saints can pick up. We're talking running backs. We're talking wide receivers. we talking tight ends. We ain't getting into offensive linemen or defensive linemen, but more on the offensive side, because I really do think that's where we need a lot of talent at. I wouldn't be mad at Jarvis, the J- Jordan Davis signing at the defensive tackle position because I think he would be phenomenal there. But really, when you get Jameis Winston, and depending on what the Saints doing for agency, there's some guys that's available that make sense for the Saints, and the Saints can get them at the right price. So, you know, I'll do a show on THC Q&A Live tomorrow. So for the membership family, for YouTube membership family and the Patreon family members, that'll be the show tomorrow. But we'll cover that, and we'll talk about it. So these are really good names that they really need to get on and make this happen, and it won't cost them a lot of money to bring some of these guys in. And then once again, once the Saints do what they need to do for agent wise, then we could turn this thing around and then look back at the mock drafts and then address it accordingly. There's things that change a bit. If we got like a couple of wide receivers, like you got a, a good veteran opposite of Mike, because there's still a lot of good guys out here that's available as far as as far as the wide receivers are concerned that the Saints can reach to. Even running backs. Let me tell you something. I, ain't gonna, I don't give nobody no ideas that might be listening to from another team, but I'll put it on TSC Q&A Live tomorrow. For the family members to check that out, man. Listen, it's going to be fun. But anyway, fam, listen, I appreciate y'all for chiming in. If it's 300, uh, 280 plus of us in here, please feel free to hit the like button. If you hadn't hit the like button, hit the hell out the like button for your boy. Hit the subscribe button for your boy. If you haven't subscribed, like sincere, sincere, welcome to the fam. Thank you for being here and appreciate you. Brother Derek says, hey, Q, check out Iowa State running back Breach Hall. I sure will, bro. Somebody else told me about that, brother. I'm going to check him out, brother Derek. Appreciate you. Uh, as well. There you go. Uh, Luke says Marquez Veldez Val, Scantlin. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. Could the Saints revisit that? They can get Emmanuel at, at a, a premium. Do they go back to Emmanuel Sanders? Or is Scantlin, and there's other guys that's available as well that's out there that the Saints can go to as well. So we need to be looking at. We got Jameis underhand and under contract now. Where is his weapons at? You know, where is it at? You can't put all the pressure on the young wide receivers in the draft. And if the Saints do the right thing, there and at running back we can be alright so alright Tuck Graff says Big Q keep keep, keep it secrets No, I'm just saying fam TSC Q&A live we gonna talk about it tomorrow I have a little bit more time to kind of expound on that thing but anyway with that being said fam I'm gonna finish watching the Pelicans are beating the Charlotte Hornets and Charlotte by the score of 88, uh, 86-82 right now and I've been checking it out and watching it and stuff and everything right now Big V putting it on them right now baby So we 91 to 82 with 945 left. Remember when that game goes final, we're going to switch over to the Pelican post game report. So all the Pelican family members feel free to join us over there. Uh, James says, what's good, Big Q? I hit it right. James, one to two year deal, 12 to 14 million per year. You think we should still draft the QB? I think we should still draft the QB rookie running back on cheap rookie deals. I agree. The, The mock draft I just did, brother James, that shows that. The mock draft shows that I got a running back and a quarterback thank you brother Roderick, Roderick Williams thank you, appreciate you fam as well much love to the fam, thank you and welcome uh, to the stream, so with that being said fam, I'm going to top out on that, much love to the fam, and I'm going to holler at y'all later, who that?
2: yeah well alright like you always say welcome, welcome, welcome number one sports talking we ain't like the Falcons Blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that uh, who got cut and who back. Uh, Rookies in the vets, uh, players you should look at. Yeah. It's the sports coma, you don't want to miss it. Got the pre game, party, post game statistics. get a visit from Swade, maybe DC or 5, It's yeah. the hottest thing smoking. Big Q and the guys go to YouTube and live. Make sure you subscribe in the views inside the Saints locker room. High. talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach. Peyton, New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we be golden, black. Ain't a miracle or robbery could ever hold us back. No, beast quake, a gate, let the truth be told. It's the Sports Coma, all we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah, hey. listening to the Sports Coma.